Welcome to the Outer Realm with Michelle DeRoche and Amelia Passano. Airing live on the United Public Radio Network, 105.3 FM in New Orleans. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Thursday night segment of The Outer Realm. We are broadcasting live on the United Public Radio Network, UFO Paranormal Radio Network, 105.3 from the Gulf Coast and 107.7 FM from New Orleans. We're fully sponsored by the amazing people over at Folgers Coffee who have been on our journey since the very beginning. So thank you, Folgers. We couldn't do it without you, nor would we want to. Also, big thank you to Justin Snicker, a.k.a. Dr. Snick, the sonic surgeon, basically for his his, the intro you just heard, which is amazing. I'm just so tongue-tied today. I'm tired. I've had I've had a day, people. It's, That's all I'm going to say. It's, <laughs> anyway. it's Friday in our world. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> anyway, he is an award-winning composer of Halloween horror, sci-fi, and dark wave electronic music, which can be found on all of your favorite music streaming platforms. Also, huge thank you to Steve McGinnis, the artist behind the banners and logos here at the show. Check him out on Facebook and Instagram. He also specializes in the horror genre, does great commission, you know, pieces, novels, comic books, you know, pet portraits, one of my personal favorites. <laughs> so check him out. Um, tonight, we welcome for the very first time Nancy Thames. You've seen her doing the circuit. She's quite popular and uh, quite interesting. She's a former Department of Defense employee and a lifelong contactee of extraterrestrial beings, which has basically emerged, she's emerged as a significant voice in the realm of alien disclosure and spiritual awakening. And her work basically underscores a collective call to awakening. Now, for me, that's quite interesting because, I mean, so many people, um, it's all about fear and, and I get it. It's, it's media. It's, 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 you know, a lot of propaganda out there for sure. So, you know, that's, I'm most impressed that she's former DOD. <laughs> I know. Right. I'm just trying to invite her over here. Guys can bear with me. All right, because it doesn't want to copy and paste, apparently. So we're going to try it this way. I can tell the funny way. story. <laughs> oh Make God. everybody laugh. It's the end of the week. I saw a video today that just made me literally roll on the floor laughing my fat butt off. <laughs> <laughs> this um, young girl who, who works at a car wash was right. spraying, hosing down a woman's car. And this woman thought she was smart, rolled down her window, threw her lemonade at her while the girl <laughs> put the hose in the car and took out the driver and the boyfriend and they oh. were banned from the car wash for life. So good for the little one for doing that. Oh, she was 15 wow. years old. And when you're attacked, it's okay to fight back. That's all I'm saying. I think we need to teach our kids that it's okay to defend yourself. Right. And I personally, if I was her mother, I'd be buying this kid everything right now. 
Good for you. Oh goodness. Yeah, that's that's crazy. That's I love crazy. it. I that's love crazy. it. Our our guest is here. Actually, we're just waiting Me. for her to be able to connect on camera. Um, Nancy, you have to give your camera and your microphone permission because we're we don't have any video of you at all. So if you can get on camera. Oh, I'm gone. <laughs> Again, Nancy's gone. So we're it's just okay. going to hang out back. and see. Yeah, she'll be back. She'll be back. So I'm, I'm looking forward to this one for sure, because I love anything that is, is more of, of an enlightened nature, something that's a little bit kinder. I think some of these, these poor extraterrestrials are, are getting a bad rap and uh, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like well, it. So <laughs> it, that's, a, that's a different show, right? Or is it this show that no. why and what's the difference? Right. I don't know. I had mm. a crazy dream last week. Mm. I went back into one of my recurring dreams that I'll talk to you about tomorrow when okay. we work. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes, we work, uh, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you about it because it's too much to go on air about. But it did bring me back into one of my recurring dreams, mm -hmm. looking out a basement window that was at my level, mm -hmm. and the other side of it was a war. But the wow. inside is a place I've been to. Right. That's so, crazy. Yeah. Um, but, that that's interesting. It didn't feel like a dream. It felt like I was traveling. So it was just really exhausting the next day. Very exhausting. Oh, I, I'm just typing here for the... Yeah, no problem. Uh, so it makes you wonder sometimes, are you having these experiences? Or um, are you dreaming about them? Are they telepathic? And that's why we think we're dreaming? These are all things that I'm sure she can answer. Mm, the, you with know, et i mean as regarding yeah i mean a lot of people i mean we, we've had a lot of guests on the show who have talked about um you know having a lot of out-of-body experiences um having like deja vus uh finding themselves in places that are like what the heck you know <laughs> like how to get here and and they're, they're there in the physical um you know i mean i've i've had you know, where I'm just sort of like in the, the you know how really early hours of the morning and you have like you're half dreaming and you're half awake sort of thing. I've had like things where I'm I, I find myself looking out of a window like this and I and I could see the stars and I'm like ah. and I look around and I'm like like you're a on minute. a craft. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. And yeah. that's like freaking heck. That's like the wee hours of the morning. Like, see, yours are nice. You have wee hours of astral travel with stars, and I always see war torn <laughs> and people dying. Like, I don't get it. Why are mine so not apocalyptic? Because well, it's not. But I mean, like, why are they so violent? Yeah, mm, I it's think strange. I mean, it sounds a little bit like it could be apocalyptic. You know. Well, I'll tell you more about it tomorrow because it gets a little too personal for the radio. <laughs> but um, yeah. it, it was it was quite the journey getting to that room. So right. yeah, it just 
And I kept, I remember saying to myself, going down the stairs to get coffee, don't forget this and repeating what I was remembering. Cause when mm. I repeat or write something down, it's easier for me to remember it. Right. I, I, I compartmentalize everything. And Michelle, I'll tell you, I'll forget what you told me yesterday or last week. But if you give me a clue, you know, like mm. give me a key word, it's like, oh, okay. You know, it's just, it's too much for me. So. That sounded so dumb, but anyways, you know what I mean? It's overwhelming because it's a lot. We deal with a lot of different um, events and things happening to people and then the shows and then our own personal lives. So it's a lot. So I can't keep track of everything in my head. Right. But yeah, I kept telling myself so I wouldn't forget it because the minute you wake up, you know, it's, it's, that's it. You, you lose sight of what happened. Yeah. No, I mean, it happens. Uh, you know, it happens. I don't know, because some people will tell you, I've had people say to me that they've had dreams like that. And that's, I mean, ap the apocalyptic dreams seem to be pretty normal, but some people have dreams like reoccurring dreams and they're in really like just terrible places, not yeah. necessarily war torn or, or, you know, devastation, yeah. but just really like they just keep finding themselves coming back to a place that they can never seem to get out of. Well, this was a facade. A uh, facade. Mm. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Eh? I mm -hmm. don't know. I don't know. Mm. Still, we're still waiting on our guest. I don't know. I don't know. She was booted out and, um, and that's it. Did so she I don't message know. you? Nope. I mean, if the guys could, they interviewed a few weeks ago, I would imagine that. Well, I think, you know, part of the thing too is that she got three notifications with three links, which is deranged. If you, three links? Three, yeah, three links from the soundboard. That's crazy. And then she got booted out and and, and she couldn't connect um, her camera. So I, I don't I don't know. I'm hoping she I'll finds give her, her way some back. time. I'm, I'm thinking maybe the system's glitching. We are a lot of shows and we are the last show of the night, of course. So if anything's kind of gone wrong, <laughs> it's gonna it's not us. It's gonna happen for us at this point. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, Do you want another funny story while yeah. we're we? <laughs> yeah, let's go for funny. Let's go for funny. I had a down. haircut today, so I was going. <laughs> through some videos oh. and it was really cute so in norway the a big belief is they keep their windows open in cold air to stay healthy in the winter right. well this woman was so proud that she had cleaned her entire kitchen like top to bottom sterilized sanitized she left her window open to let the cold air in and mm. and they'll often let their kids sleep with the windows open in the winter so <laughs> she didn't realize her husband was snow blowing Oh, nice. I know the windows like this, and oh, the boy. whole kitchen. And she kept screaming, and she couldn't get to the window to close it because she was getting plowed with no pun intended, plowed with snow. Oh, boy. and you hear the motor, and I'm like, Oh, my lord, nice the kitchen and her. And <laughs> oh my gosh. But anyways, yeah, yeah, there's things like that that you know you don't feel like your day's going that bad when you see something like that. Oh, I can't. Yeah, that would <laughs> so not be So it sounds like, like something just, I would do. Yeah, I know. I know. 
<laughs> but oh I'm like, doesn't, didn't her husband realize she has the window open? He's walking towards it. He knew she was cleaning. It's very traditional. I love that they do that. That they it might, it might actually, you know, he might have thought, <laughs> let's just be playful. <laughs> oh no, he no. no, no that was no. like it, it was. It was so much snow, right? That she literally was standing in like this much. It was all at her mid chin, right? And I was just like, "Holy crap!" She was not a short woman, and I, that's a wonderful like, thing. I would have cried. I would have yeah. been crying. I wouldn't yeah. have been screaming. I would have been crying because right. you have to shovel your kitchen. Pretty much. You, how are you going to get? It was everywhere. Pretty the much. whole kitchen was as if it yeah. was outside and snowing. It was everywhere. She had yeah. that window open really wide. The window goes like this, <laughs> so you can imagine it was coming in top and bottom. So yeah. not so funny. I mean, but I was laughing, and it, it made. He <laughs> would do so, something like that's that. That's why I don't clean the it. kitchen like yeah. that. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, it snows. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> Let's let's um let's talk. Anybody while we're waiting, let's try to you know get into the mood for this stuff. Yes. Um, we've heard like a lot of amazing stories about about ETs. You don't specifically want to think about that, like you yourself, because we all know, yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking to the audience. No, 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 no. No, because she's pointing the finger know. at me. I don't want to be the fall guy here. <laughs> you love me, remember? You love me. I know, me. but, but, <laughs> see my long fingers coming out at you. But you have had yourself, um, you've had experiences, even though you don't want to admit it. I, I'm positive that I have. I, I just. Okay. It, well, that's the first time you've actually said it yeah. on air. Well, on air. I've okay, said it to you. Okay, I've had it. Yeah. Okay. I've, I've, I've said it to you. Mm -hmm. I haven't said it on air. I cause, mm -hmm. Because the last time we discussed a certain entity and I said, oh, I, I wish I could meet them. They actually came. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> and I didn't realize I had invited them until after it happened. Oh, so and you invited them? Issue. Okay. No, 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 no. I'm talking okay. about a different entity. Okay, okay. Um, right. and I didn't know what they were, and the right. word starts with a W. I don't want to bring any attention to them. Okay. And I had a terrible experience. Okay. So I'm always afraid to say anything on it, and I don't remember because right. I don't. I do not want the experiences. Right. I'm being honest. I right. do not want them. And I say that. So when I do have these crazy nights where I swear I've been in bed for 12 hours, but I haven't slept. Right. Oh, our guest I, is back. Okay. Yeah, great. Right. I, I get really uncomfortable. Well, I'm glad you at least admit that you have an experience because I, I thought I'm we were going to have to get you a freaking intervention. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. Joe's going to have to regress me. I know. Um, I, I do recall being up like at our, our, we had a lake house that my father had built right. on Lake Simcoe in the, in the Bay shore area. And I do recall seeing things now that I'm watching videos right? and I see these videos and our guests come on and they tell stories. Right. I'm starting to look back at, you gotta remember because of my, anyways, 
No, I understand. We, I don't want to yeah. not like make the guests wait, but okay, um, no, we'll, we'll bring her on and, and be, yeah. is, you know, we're, we're having, hello. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Nancy. Hi. I made it. I'm so sorry, but we had no, technical okay. difficulties in Mississippi, you know. Oh, it's my okay. gosh. Don't That's worry about okay. it. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought we were glitching here because I noticed you got the invite three times. I'm like, three times. I clicked one button and, um, and then we could see you communicate kept saying that you couldn't connect, couldn't connect, couldn't connect. And then you were gone. We're just like, great. Yeah, I just rebooted. That's all I know to do is when yeah. something goes, you know, if I don't understand it, I'm just going to turn it all off and try again. That's that was okay. the best that's, thing. That was sometimes the best that's thing. all it takes. So welcome to Thank the outer you. realm. <laughs> so um, we've really been looking forward to having you on. We've perused of course your website and i you know listened to some interviews and i love that everything is so lighthearted because i yeah. feel everything is you know we've all been so conditioned to be fearful yeah. so i'm really looking forward to um yeah. <clears throat> where you're going to take us and yeah. i usually like to start with as I say, humble beginnings, because I mean, I normally I would say one doesn't just fall into this sort of thing, but you pretty much do. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So where would you All like right. to start? Sure. Um, my name is Nancy Timms. I am a lifelong contactee with interdimensional extraterrestrials and positive extraterrestrials. All of my experiences throughout my 63 years of my young senior life <laughs> nice, just have been with positive extraterrestrials. And of course, it's my first, you know, when I go back and reflect my first conscious memories of it all, it's two to three years old. Mm -hmm. And at that point, it was just fun, very playful, Um you know, I, I just thought they were little beings and I just thought they were coming for playtime. So basically it was all just like fun and games and they made it very, very eventful and fun. And I certainly had no fears because, you know, they they would even make it above and beyond just a child's normal day. Um they would take me up through the roof or whatever, or up through the ceilings. And when we would fly around all around up in the sky and look down at, at cities and, and head towards a craft. And then other times, if my mother had read me a storybook, sometimes they would pull a, a screenshot memory from my mind and they could change the scenery around for me. And they could, you know, actually even I could see like a character from the book, so they could make it very, very playful. So basically that went on until I got into around junior high, around 13, 14 years mm -hmm. old. And at that age, I was um, starting to read, starting to see things on television and realizing that um, other people were telling me, you know, well, for one, my family had always told me I could not talk about this. I could not talk oh, about these so things. Typical. Yes. Yeah, and it was just bad. Just I was having dreams. I was very imaginative child having yes. dreams. And sometimes they would find me up like walking and and I and they'd ask me, where are you going? And I'm going I'm going outside to play with my friends. And I was like sleepwalking, apparently. But so 
but they just thought it was, you know, overactive imagination. So, but then when I got in junior high and stuff, they really started telling me you cannot talk about these kind of things with other family members mm. at school. Not at, unless you want to with, be in a street jacket. Yeah. Exactly. At the time. At yeah. the time. Yeah. And I grew up in Tennessee and I live in Mississippi now. And this is the Bible Belt of the South. And you you just do not talk about these kind of things. You know, people roll their eyes or they mumble under breath and stuff. So I figured out and I, I basically I had to suppress this and keep it to myself. And really, I had no one to talk to. And it was very, very hard. It was not fun. Um, you know, even right. if I had a good experience and stuff, the fact that what other people were saying, the society around me were saying this was bad. The society around me was saying that those things can't happen was very troubling. And, and, and yeah. it hurts deep in your soul, you know, in your mind. You wonder, well, what I what is going on with me? Question what was happening. happening. Yeah. yeah. So. Right. It continued on and I basically suppressed it. And um, so when I finally, in my 20s, I got married and it was still happening. And I became a mother and it was still happening. And I didn't really think about that part of it or anything, except for we did go on a family vacation to Key West. And um it had always been happening to me and it was always three grays that came for me hmm. one being a female and they always travel in threes always really? and, mm -hmm. and so she and i we are bonded she has no personality whatsoever <laughs> but but we are bonded and i have a, a love and an affection for her and she does for me but it's in a very strange way it's not like a human connection it's familiar but, oh yeah, yeah 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 so anyway so this had been going on and i uh was on this trip with my children and i was my ex-husband and i were in one bed we were at a marriott hotel and the children were in the a bed across from us and i've always had this ability to know when right before they're coming i know i feel it i can right. i know so i raised up in the bed and started looking around and they appeared but these were not the three that come for me these were three foot tall much shorter grays and mm. they were more of a gray color the the female that comes for me is a reddish brown color and she's four to five foot tall right. somewhere oh. in between that yeah right. so right. but with them they were wearing robes and they had very high collars around their necks and so mm. when i was sitting up one of them approached me walked over and took his hand on my left-hand shoulder and pushed me back towards the bed and told me telepathically, this is not about you. And so I went straight back, but I could still see, but I realized they were walking over towards my children. <laughs> oh, and see. So, How did you deal that? with that? Well, yeah. I mean, they put me we're in all a moms, so. Yeah. yeah. They put me in a sleep paralysis and I oh. could not move. I could not speak, but I could watch. And so I witnessed them taking my two sons and them having their 
first conscious memory that I was aware of, whether it happened before, I don't know. And how many times after, I don't know. So that was very upsetting. So I saw them leaving and then I blacked out or either they put me out. However, you want to phrase that because Mm -hmm. they do have the ability to, to do that. So the next morning I raise up and look and my children are safe and sound in the bed and we all go to breakfast and I ask them, would y'all like to talk about anything or, you know, any strange dreams, any, anything occur you'd like to talk about. And they, they looked at me like I was nuts and they were like, no, you know, and they just went on. So basically they either didn't remember it or either it was, um, removed, erased from their mind. And so I left it alone because no harm had been done. So that, you know, I didn't press it. Mm -hmm. But when I got back home, I sat on the floor, started meditating and created what I considered a safe space around me. I sit down on the carpeted floor Mm -hmm. and I just kind of like made myself a circle or used my nails to kind of make an outline. And I was trying to create a safe place Mm-hmm. And I meditated and with pure intention, hard intention to them. Mm-hmm. And I was asking them to please explain to me why this was happening. What was the purpose? What, you know, what is the meaning of all this? Mm-hmm. And help me to understand because I want to know if I'm crazy or if, if, you know, what what's going on? You know, mm-hmm. what what is this? Right. So it, it did not happen immediately. Um but I did go to bed and then later that night the grace came and got me. And when they did see um, one thing I didn't mention is every time, especially when I was younger, when they would come to get me and I would sense their presence after I became scared, either they told me to keep my eyes closed or either I did it on my own, but most likely they told me to keep my eyes closed because they wanted me to, get used to them, you know, get, as I got older, they were more introducing their true selves to me. And so what they would do is take a device. It did not touch my body, but it was a handheld device and they would go up and down, down and up from head to toe, toe to head, back and forth. And it's after a few minutes, my body would start to elevate off the bed, rise off the bed. Interesting. And yeah. And then when that happened at that point, I could feel it and I would look, open my eyes and start looking around and I looked down and my bed was empty. So I realized this is not an out of body experience. This is not a dream. And I looked over and I'm holding her hand. She's holding my hand and, and mm-hmm. guiding me. Right. And so. So you're physically on the move, essentially. Yes. The physically holding hands off the bed, floating through the air and then proceeding up through the ceiling and through a window or different times. It was different ways. Okay. Always through what a normal human, what the impossible. We're in a 3D world. Right. Like impossible. And I've heard so, this before, going through solid matter. Yeah, right. and I can remember like getting half like through the top of the ceiling and looking around and seeing the attic, you know, in the the attic space and seeing the insulation and all this different things. But I never ever understood 
how that was even possible. Right. So, so anyway, back to what I was, I jumped around, apologize. Okay. So when they came to get me after I had meditated and asked for face to face and I asked for information, mm -hmm. they took me before, they took me on a craft and took me before a group of what they called the elders. And these mm -hmm. elders were like a council. And I was in the middle with the female grave. And she always had the two companions that I am not bonded with. And they don't, we don't communicate. It's just her and I do all the, she does the communicating with me. And she's the one always like I sit and put it, getting me out of the bed or putting me back in the bed, et cetera. So she presented me and I asked them, what, why is this happening to me? What does this mean? And they told me that before I had become a human being, that I had made an agreement to come here and be here to help humanity at this specific time because I was needed here. Right. And, and they could not tell me everything at that time, but they told me that I had made an agreement. And, and so I said, I don't remember making any agreements. I, I don't remember this. Right. So, they showed me a vision and the vision they showed was myself sitting patiently waiting and the interdimensionals talking to me and telling me it's time for you to have your human experience. And I was like a etheric type being and I was sitting waiting. And then they said, okay, it's time. You're going to go and have your human experience. You will not see us for a long time or a while but we will be coming to visit you, excuse me, throughout your life to help you to remember because you won't remember any of this. And that's basically what's happened to me. So why not? Why not? In your opinion, why do you think? Cause I'm, you know, I'm an experiencer for, and, and mm -hmm. same idea. Um, a lot of what you're saying, I'm like, yeah, it's pretty much, pretty much it. Why do you think they don't let us remember? It's not them. That is because humans are here on free will and there's cosmic laws that prevent them from interfering with things that are in our life. And if I had come in here knowing who I was before I got here, which I do know now that I was an interdimensional being, extraterrestrial right. being before I came here yes. and I made the choice to be here to help and assist humanity right. and to help clear up misinformation and uh, and help people to understand their agenda etc cetera, etc cetera. so they cannot do that because for one it's important that i enjoy and get the full effect of my human experience because not only am i learning and gaining spiritual um evolutionary guidance and mm -hmm. raising my spiritual level and my consciousness by being mm -hmm. here but I'm having an experience I wouldn't have had otherwise. And they are also because they've been with me since birth yes, and, and throughout my life, they're getting firsthand information on what it's like to be a human being. Right. And from what they told me, I'm not the only one. There's probably a million people here like me that all make these decisions and different people wake up at different times. But, mm -hmm. um, and you know, and, and it, we, we have to learn just like anybody else. We we have that's how we grow. That's how we achieve our higher consciousness is 
by growing into it, you know. Mm -hmm. So, and that's basically what's happening to humanity right now. Humanity is going through their consciousness. They're opening up and, and, and they're basically what you and I've already done is what's happening to worldwide humanity. Like a mass the, awakening. A mass awakening. And they're mm -hmm. going to realize who they are in our connections with our own planet, with each mm -hmm. other and with the universe, because mm -hmm. we are all one. We are all connected. Everything mm -hmm. we do affects everything, our planet, our, our environment, our, the nature, everything. Mm -hmm. We're all connected to the nature, the plants, the tree, everything mm -hmm. is connected to air, the water. So, and we are connected to the universe. And so it's important that we reach our higher consciousness because of that connection, mm -hmm. which will also blends in with their higher consciousness and it because we are all one. So right. it, it's a beautiful thing, you know, but you go out here and try to explain it to people. They think you're crazy, but it makes a lot of sense to me. And I can see it all happening. Um, I'm not the same person I was 20 years ago. I, I see things and I understand my connection and I know where I'm going after I leave this it's earth. A, and, you know, it, I, I, I know so much. It's a constant state of evolution. It is. And I it's think. that way for everybody, you know. Right, right. But and there, and people, I see it. I see people waking up. And, and I un also understand, like some people say to me, well, we're never going to get past this, get mm -hmm. past that. Well, we will. It, it, we, we will. It, because mm -hmm. as we evolve and become higher consciousness, we outgrow all these old ways that no longer serve us or work for us. Mm -hmm. And we become the true beings of who we were meant to be. And it's mm -hmm. a beautiful, beautiful thing. If I think if you could get past a lot of the, the, you know, the rhetoric and the propaganda. Well, we've um, been programmed to be, yes. who, you know, our world around us has made us the way we are. And those things need to change. Now, you know, they didn't work in our best interest by any means. It, do you so. think that changed after Roswell? Because, I mean, like, we get back into ancient times. You you see it everywhere. The ancients and the star beings, you know, dimensional beings, they, they were very, very connected. And they worked well together because the mm -hmm. ancients emulated what they saw, respected, everything was was put out there, whether it was through structures or hieroglyphs or petroglyphs or out-of-place artifacts. I mean, it's it's all out there. Yeah. When do you think that all changed? Well, I think throughout history, they've, th to be honest with you, just like it's taken me 63 years to figure out who I am. And that's, you know, I've had constant help from them. Mm -hmm. Humanity, we had to go through all this to get to where we are. We had to make mistakes. Right. We have to learn. That's how we know how to not do these things in the future. Mm -hmm. And and another thing too is that we're going to have to be a forgiving race. We're going to have to forgive a lot of people that made these mistakes 70 or 80 years after Roswell to suppress this. They did a lot of bad things, mm -hmm. but we are going to have to take the high road and, and understand that those, most of those people are no longer alive. Mm -hmm. Yes. They made mistakes, but we fear. can't live in the past. We have to realize they're those still not disclosing. 
So we, yeah. we still got some people sitting on the hamster wheel who don't want to get off. I think they're, I, yes. Well, see, <laughs> the way I see it is, and the way that they've explained to me is that when the demand, once they kind of realized that our government and stuff were not going to work with them, they were not going to do an exchange of good. Uh, they wanted to do an exchange to, and all they, they were willing to help us with poverty and diseases and cures and things like that. But we would not let go of nuclear weapons and, and weapons of mass destruction. And that was the only thing they really wanted back from us. Mm -hmm. And so the, the fact that we wouldn't do that, they kind of moved on and did their own, you know, gave us the room to grow and make our mistakes. Mm -hmm. So, but what happened was, was, one race of grays, one race of reptilians, which I refer to as negative. They're not demonic, but they have worked with elites and with the cabal, the black hats, all these different fractions yeah. of governments and politicians and the really rich people that have always wanted to keep humanity separated the because others. they've always yeah. known once we come together, there's no stopping us, but they still, so they've done everything over eons of time to keep and us separated. Still doing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. like separation yeah. of languages, uh, different religions, racism, mm -hmm. all these things were done intentionally mm -hmm. to keep us division. Divided. Yeah. Division. Yeah. So yeah. even, even like sitting yeah. on making us use dependent upon fossil fuels, making us dependent upon pharmaceutical companies and everything that we've ever needed was put here on this planet for our use. So right. they're either sitting on these technologies or I think they're sitting on these technologies. I think so too. Well, there's yeah. too much I mean, money would be, to be made. It would be nice to say they're just not smart enough to fund it, but I'm pretty sure that they have cures for all these things and they have all this technology and only the really elites have are privy to it. And the rest of us, they cannot make money off of healthy, uh, intelligent exactly. people. So they it right. intentionally keep us dumbed down by keeping toxins and pollutions in our water, in our Lord, food, everything and, yeah. in our air that we breathe, yeah. other, everything and like trails. that. And yeah. that is to try to keep us dumbed down. So let me it's, ask you this. Sorry, just quick. Working for the Department of Defense, because mm -hmm. you're like from, from here to here, you know, because you're not the first person. I mean, you look at Nick Pope, you know, from the UK, and all of a sudden you're just like, no, 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 this stuff is real. So that must have also been difficult for you, you know, considering you're having these experiences and you are in an age of don't talk. Yeah, yeah. Right? Well, everything in my life has happened for a reason and it was okay. orchestrated by the interdimensionals. I've lived in Australia. I've lived, uh, you know, I lived in Hawaii. I've lived all these different places. And right. every time I was having experiences and I was learning and gaining information and I'm sure they were too. Right. So. Forbidden history, grisly ghosts, monstrous cryptids and harrowing folklore dominate Japan's history and culture. Mysterious Japan is a bi-weekly podcast presenting these spine-chilling horror stories, urban legends, and unbelievable histories in a campfire story format. Many of these tales have never been presented in English before. Our journey takes place where dark history and supernatural folklore collide. Mysterious Japan is produced, written, and translated by recognized Japan expert Dr. Heath Avey. 
Season 1 relates the unbelievable legends and ghost stories from the so-called suicide forest. Listen to Mysterious Japan for free on Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Learn more at our website at themysteriousjapan.com and be transported by unbelievable stories where the lines between reality and folklore become blurred in the shadowlands of Japan. Once again, that's themysteriousjapan.com. My working there, when I first got there, I wanted a job on Schofield Barracks. So I went to the American Red Cross and I volunteered and worked as a dental assistant on post, volunteering for three months. And then that she'd be in, I I, I was a direct hire by the, um, den, it's called Dentac, and he is the okay, talk about, Pacific commander of the Pacific Rim of the whole thing. Right. He took notice of me and, and saw my dedication, and I was a direct hire and got hired. So, Everything I feel, I just kind of, it was orchestrated. They got me in the right places at the right time and it just worked out. Mm -hmm. And the most beautiful thing out of doing all that is after I was in Hawaii for four, five, almost five years, um, then I went to Fort Benning, Georgia on post and worked in a dental clinic and I was exposed to 3D imaging. And the good thing about that is that, um, is that's exactly the type of imaging they were using down in Mexico for their government, um, you know, for their uh, UAP inaugural hearings and stuff. And and so I, the man that presented those mummies from Peru, the Natsuka mummies, uh, everybody was saying all these horrible things about him. I can't think mm -hmm. of his name, but anyway, I, I didn't care about that. I, I don't care, you know. I've right. learned enough to know that you cannot judge a book by the cover. You know, right. I, I, I understand. I, I know these things. So right. I wanted to see the scientific evidence. And by me working for the army and being around 3D imaging, and I have a radiology permit that's worldwide for the military. Mm -hmm. And we were using this type of imaging in, in the clinics. And right. they don't even have those around in private practices or anything. They're very, very expensive. But so anyway, the thing is, when they were showing these images, I was just like fascinated and looking because when you take those top images, when you take an x-ray, you either take a picture of the front side or you slide the, the panel up behind and shoot it. So you're mm -hmm. getting either the back or the front or you can do an angle. You know, right. 3D imaging is like you're literally seeing from the inside of a bone, everything all around, right? just like, you know, and you see every nerve, every ligament, every single little thing in it. Mm -hmm. So if they were trying to put other animal parts in and make it look like it was mm -hmm. something that it wasn't, it would stick out like a sore thumb you cannot do that with 3d imaging you absolutely so, cannot it, do you it, do you think that was just a way of of again deterring people from even being hopeful that maybe this is something well those mummies were real they're okay. real okay. and all that stuff is because nobody wants to to let the, the, they don't want to disclose that or either if you notice really in the, right. states, right. in the United States they didn't even really cover that 
there was right. really no media coverage or anything. Right. And, right. Uh, you know, <clears throat> I think they want to be in charge of their own disclosure and they don't, they want to be in charge of the narrative that comes out about this. So they're not going to, they're not going to play that up right. or anything. And, so discredit but, it and then it goes away and yeah, which is what I'm going for. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. okay. So yeah, that though, that's, that's, that's really, I don't know. That's one extreme yeah. to, to the next and then you retire and then you get to be like, okay, now we can say what I want. Well, you <laughs> I know, when I got in my fifties, when I got in my fifties, I started uh, doing the website time for disclosure. And this was before all this really, you know, got going and stuff, but I was just like, they always told me, you'll know when it's the right time. And I, it just, I started it. And, but I still wasn't jumping in and really speaking about it or anything. But um, about a year and a half ago, I woke up in the middle of the night. My body jerked forward and I was sitting up. And I had this unbelievable, like, my head was up like this. And I had like these surges coming through me hmm. up and down. And then I would go back down and then I would be pulled back up. And this happened three times. I had no clue what was happening to me. It freaked me out. I, I, I had no idea. But I now know it was a Kundalini awakening. And what they were doing it was they were uh, clearing out blockages in my charcas. And then they were opening up my subconscious into my human consciousness mm -hmm. so that I would start remembering and, and information would just started pouring in. So, but it took me, you know, it took me a good month or longer to even figure out even close to what had happened to me. Because, you know, I thought maybe I had died or something. I, I really didn't know because I wasn't into all this metaphysics and meditation and all mm -hmm. these different things. And so, but as I've paid better attention to myself and I meditate more <laughs> and they've always told me whenever I ask them questions, they say, you already know, you already know. Oh, <laughs> I hate that. I'm like, oh, I, know. I was and just going like, to say that's Michelle's problem. She yeah. doesn't like to hear and, that. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. you know, and it's really strange. I'm fortunate now because my children are experiencers and my oldest son has experiences just like I do. And he gets downloads and, and we, uh, they will not take us at the same time, but we could be in the same cabin or the same house and they may come at different one. He has his own three that come for him. And I have my own three. So we know that they will not take us mm -hmm. together because of the mother son factor. Um, right. They, they don't, you know, they yeah, don't have, I, I can understand why they yeah. have, and I wouldn't pay attention and learn whatever it is if because I'd be worried about him and vice versa him about me. So. Well, plus it, it can make you aggressive. Like me being in that situation. Yeah. They're taking my son. I don't care if he's an adult. I was I'd, I'd be that. just like, I, all I would have to, 
to think is that he was uncomfortable in any way. Well, when they, they would have to tie me down. <laughs> yeah. Regardless of stranger going towards your child, a yeah. mother's always a mother. And I can, when you said they, they practically sedate you, well, that comes from eons of experience, right? They yeah. know. Oh, yeah. But, and they did me a favor. Now I understand it. And I think a lot of people misunderstand an abduction. You know, I'm not saying it. I don't the positive extraterrestrials, they usually don't abduct people unless there's some direct lineage, some some lineage. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you know, but now the the one great the one race of greys that did these kind of things, they overstepped that um boundary of uh humans here of free will. And when they broke that boundary, they were excommunicated by the interdimensionals and the positive extraterrestrials because they overstepped oh, okay. the, the cosmic uh, laws of, of mm. they're not supposed to do those things, you know. Right. So they're not part of the collective consciousness. They are like renegade out on their own and not part of the collective consciousness. So mm. that's another reason why they don't want us to figure out our connection with the universe and the, and, and us become higher consciousness because right now they're in charge and they've been manipulating us for so long, but their days are numbered. It, it's just a matter they're, they're dwindling. A lot of them have already left. I've seen um, footage from the international space station showing when they, when the positive and interdimensionals came, they told the negatives, the one race of grays and reptilians, one race of them to leave humanity alone and you you could see them just leaving in great numbers. But, but the a lot of reptilians are actually terrestrial. Like I mean, they were here long before us. Yeah, I, I've met some positive um, yeah. reptilians. Well, I They're mean, the negative there. ones. Like I mean, they've been here. Yeah, you know, all along. They may not. Yeah. have anywhere else. To and go. and you know, every <laughs> single race, there are some. They're not demonic, but they're they're not. I call them negative because they are self-serving. They only think about their yeah. race. They don't they don't have empathy for human beings. Um, they're not going to like take over us, or they're not warlike or anything like that. They just simply are task oriented and only care about their race. And they yeah. and when they were coming to do these abductions. In their mind, they did nothing wrong. They just didn't care as to whether you were scared or or, or what. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they don't like have humans. empathy. Well, we huh? have human races like that. I just yeah. want to backtrack for just one, <clears throat> one little thing. When you said you had this Kundalini opening experience, mm -hmm. um, I found that to be really interesting because it's the one practice that the Catholic Church is against for yoga. And I never understood why, because I never really well, because it. they know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> interesting. When you interesting. open your consciousness up and you finally understand your place in the universe, your place in the cosmic realm, your connection to plants, trees, planet Earth, because all these things are living beings and they all have a consciousness. It's not the same consciousness as a human, but they all, all planets have a consciousness when you you're not allowed to become that intelligent they that's they don't want that because they can't control you when you become that intelligent mm -hmm. 
That's so interesting. Like yep. it just it stayed with me this whole time because I remember that being a big thing, you know, not like literally a decade ago. Well, for me, I, I, I had no idea what a Kundalini thing also, was. Yeah, I, it just happened to me. They instigated it, but it, it's you the know, one and I'm sure other people, it's not like you can ask for some of these things, you know, it's no. just. When you reach, I think it's when you reach a certain stage of higher consciousness, that's the next level. Yes. And Kundalini is a, there's a yoga practice in certain moves and, and positions that brings you to that consciousness that they don't, that the, the church is against. You can, you guys can send me emails that you can look. I this did up. yoga for years. It's great. Yeah, it, It's, I can't, <laughs> yeah. I hate yoga, but it. like, I, you know, you, you can look that up. I'm not just saying that. And I'm oh, not I'm really sure. You, you guys yeah, can true. see behind me. I am Roman Catholic. I yeah. So I don't want to get bashed. This is a fact. I remember having this conversation with a priest about Kundalini. And I didn't know what it was at the time. And this was literally 2012. Mm -hmm. It's just 12 years ago. So, you know, when you brought that up, I'm like, wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I need to know. Well, I can tell you yes. what it did. It, it, it opens your subconscious yes. up, you know, and, and it just, you know, it's it's beautiful because, you know, you, you just, you you see the beauty in things. You know, I, I see the positive in everything. I'm so positive. I make negative people sick. I don't have to even walk away from them because they get sick of me. <laughs> <laughs> it works out perfectly you know so yeah, yeah. It, it's a beautiful thing it really is but and it's unfortunate that we've been taught that all these things you know our our love for nature and people that were psychic or people that um predict things you know the, you know they made it seem like they were like practicing satanism or whatever mm -hmm. but no they were they were just a little more awake and that's the way we're all supposed to be. Our pineal glands are totally crystallized and shrunk down because of all the toxins. But as we become more intelligent, these things in our body are going to start activating. And they're also the um, interdimensionals and all the positive extraterrestrials. All these races are up in our universe, in our galaxy around us. And they are putting in surges of love love and working on us and they're sitting there just so thrilled waiting for us to finally wake up and realize who we are mm -hmm. it's, it's like we're coming we're hatching out the little egg or we're like the little butterfly finally coming out of the cocoon or crawling out slowly mm -hmm. and it's it's just it's all patiently they're patiently waiting they're not going to push us yet well, we're speaking of amnesia. I mean, we've we've been doing this for yeah hundreds of years. Well, yeah. and you know, we always knew in the past that we had a connection with our night with nature and things, and, and it, it was just like we went through amnesia, amnesia, like you said. But it's the, it's the world around us and the society that was controlling us, telling us that we must work nine to five. We we must you know, what, 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 what work and, and we don't enjoy our lives and all these things can change in the future. We can live better lives. We can learn to use technology 
so that it is it, it, it was made by men. It's a man-made tool. Mm. We keep it as a man-made tool and use it to utilize and help all of humanity, not yes. just certain individuals no. and not be, to be turned loose with certain individuals. The Europe but, steps ahead of us because they're living life. <laughs> well, those things are going to change. <laughs> yeah. What, how do we explain the evil people? Well, do you they don't. come from a you race or are they, are they just negative human beings? They're negative human beings. And here's the beauty of evolution. And this is what they've shown me. The beauty of evolution is that as we evolve, all of these old ways, negative ways, old ways of new, we will learn new ways of thinking and new ways of living. And we will walk past these negative ways. We will know they no longer serve us. They are of no longer service. We have no interest in we will walk away. So these people realize that the world is going to go on with or without them. Mm -hmm. And eventually they're going to change too. Mm -hmm. it, it may not be as fast as the rest of us, but it will happen. I say it all the time. Sometimes you have to continue on your journey and not everyone can follow. Sometimes people get yep. left behind and all you can do is hope that they'll catch up. But That's right. It's exactly Sometimes people come into your life to help give yeah. you that nudge. And that doesn't that mean that you're being rude or ugly. It means nope. that you're evolving you're and they're not ready. Everybody's That's here right. on a, their own spiritual path. That's Everything right. has to be done in their own way so that it's understood and feels appropriate and they will get there. It just won't yeah. be as fast for everybody. Right. But it, it's happening. It, I can see it. It's happening all around us. It, it, our world is, our, our planet is going through an evolutionary stage herself and she is reaching a higher consciousness. This is a very, very big deal. So, you know, this was inevitable that it was going to happen and everybody's known it. I, our governments have known that at some point that the interdimensionals and positives were going to be here for a great event. They may not have understood to the full extent what it meant, but this is big. This is a world wide phenomenal awakening and realizing we are very unique. We are very beautiful beings and we have a lot to offer the cosmic realm and we can all learn to live better lives, be better and more positive human beings and live life without poverty, live life without diseases and have longer lives. Do you think this is why the, the, the massive amount of suppression has been happening over the last three years? Because there's that's a it's sort of a way of losing control, but without getting into the schematics, we don't want yeah, to do yeah. that. But, well, our, our, everything is breaking yeah. down. If you yes. look at everything, banking right. systems are breaking down, cares, all these different things that have yeah. been, you know, that we spend all this money on, everything is breaking down. Mm -hmm. Right. So you under this all has to happen in a way that change is acceptable, right? And it it's it's all it's like it's it's already been designed, and we're just playing in the part of it all happening, and it's gonna play out and become a better thing for humans. And we are 
the stepping stones. We are the instruments. We are all disclosure. We all chose to be here at this time. Right. And this is pivotal. I mean, we'll go down in history as being the generation that made the changes to, that will make future generations thrive. Right. So this is a wonderful thing. Right. Well, we just need to convince everybody else. <laughs> but, you know, I like it because people are now, again, with technology, they're, they're at least opening their minds um, to the possibility that, that we do share space with yeah. a whole lot of amazing well, beings out scary. there. And well, well, I mean, conditioning does that. But you're looking at, you know, CEI, because that's a huge movement right now. Mm -hmm. Look at it this way. A toddler has to fall several times before he learns to walk. Not me. I flew. Okay. But, <laughs> I'm kidding. You know, <laughs> I know what you do. But I'm just saying, we are children. We are children in the eyes of extraterrestrials and intervention. We are children. Mm -hmm. So they're watching us grow up, basically. Are they are they disappointed? In oh, absolutely not. I mean, okay. they are billions of years ahead of us. Physics, our sciences do not apply to them. There is no such thing as time. There's no such thing as courtesy. There's no such thing as wars. There's no such thing as negativity. Mm -hmm. So that's why, you know, we're very emotional beings. And that's why they'll tap us and put us in a... Uh, different a more relaxed uh, functional state but without all the anxiety and all the drama you know because they they're millions of years ahead of us and and they've evolved past all these things you know mm -hmm. and i'm not saying that we're going to change like they are but we are going to learn to be better human beings and we are going to learn that wars and negative things do not serve us. And we're going to learn that when we take off these human costumes, we are all the same. We are all mm -hmm. energy beings. We are all the same. Right. And we are all connected. We are one. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. The law of one is something I've practiced for a really, really yes. long time. Um, I can say I'm happy to lose Charles Manson. <laughs> and, yeah. and Ted Bundy and John Wayne Gacy. Yeah. I'm really happy to lose them and David Berkowitz. Just saying, because yeah. if we're all one, that that's part of who we are. We need mm. to keep working at it. Yeah. Well, I think we're. I think we're getting there. Um, it's not going to happen overnight. Nothing happens overnight. You know. Well, all you can do is baby steps. You know, but but baby this steps. has been going on again. since the pyramids, before the pyramids. So. <laughs> These are real small baby steps. Well, I mean, do well, you think we're like a hundred years behind? I, 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 at least, you know, we should be living. Like, do you think we should be living in more of a Star Trek sort of era a little bit? Yeah. You know, like, like more aware. Should, like, should we maybe have a base on the moon? Do you think the creators I mean, of Justin? Do we have a base yeah. on the moon and we just don't know about it? I don't know. I, I don't there's know. A lot of things. Security clearance will let her talk about. That. Well, no, it, it, it's, there's a lot of things that has been withheld from, from us because, you know, for whatever reasons, but I think now is the time that they're going to have to tell us things. We need to know our heritage. We need to know 
the truth about who we are, where we came from. And I think they know these things. There's too much evidence out there. And we need to know about our planet. There were civilizations here long before the Egyptians and exactly. the Mayans and all that. Um, yes. they, those pyramids were there before they ever got there. So right. there's been they, the interdimensionals and the extraterrestrials have seen civilizations come and go throughout the universes and galaxies. Mm -hmm. And the positives and the interdimensionals they love they go around and transverse around looking for species like us that finally reach mm -hmm. this pivotal moment i mean this is the biggest thing no humanity's never had this happen before mm -hmm. this is big so well but we're not the big. first we're not the first kick at the can i mean they they have found you know, out of place artifacts that go back 150,000 years. They yeah. have found mines that were in use, very sophisticated. Yeah. Probably 350 million, if not billion years old. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's been a, there's a lot that's starting to surface. Yeah. Um, that well, we can't just say we're the first. No, we're, we're not the first. And right. even, you know, there's a lot of people that say the Mayans, where did they go? What happened to them? Yeah. For sure. They moved, they evolved on. And it's not that they went somewhere physical. We simply don't see them because we're in our 3D world. And that's, that's another right. thing that explained to me is like the fourth dimension on up. Yes. They're not physical places. These mm -hmm. are higher consciousness, higher consciousness. Mm -hmm. And as we reach that, our our vision, everything, and mm -hmm. our way of thinking everything will open up and we will see and experience more so there could be a craft sitting right here in the room with you or with me and we would not see it but that doesn't mean that there's not things going on all around us for sure i yeah. I, I i strongly believe that many of them are dimensional you yeah. can just be here with a thought it doesn't need it they don't need yeah and they don't need their crafts it. are alive their crafts of course, are of course. yes so and a pilot, he is created uh, his parents. They do reproduce. They they do pair off. Even the grays pair off. And they'll have at least one offspring. And they decide, the, the test tube type baby. And But they pick genetically, you know, male, female. Or they pick, you know, what every race usually does one specific thing in the grays. So say everybody in one race will all be explorers. Another race will all be scientists or doctors, whatever. So if they decide their child is going to be a pilot, then he becomes a pilot. And then mm -hmm. he is, he, and just like me and my female gray, we are bonded. Well, that craft and that pilot are bonded. Of Nobody course. can fly that craft, but that pilot that was, because when they get in, their consciousness come together and the female male pilot thinks where they want to go. And then mm. bam, they go and That's they right. don't use fuels and stuff like we do. Right. Yeah. What are your thoughts on hybrids, Nancy? Well, the female that comes to get me, she is a hybrid and she is a hybrid of that was designed by the tall grays and the interdimensionals. And the reason why they made her is because extraterrestrials and dimensionals really don't like the density here on earth. Uh, they can do it, mm -hmm. but they don't really like it. So they created her and her 
others like her, and they do all the legwork of back and forth, the picking up contactees and stuff like that, and and mm -hmm. taking them to craft or anything else they want done down here. They use them, mm -hmm. but as far as like, uh, if you're talking about like the 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 race of grays that I consider negative because they overstepped their boundary and did do uh, abductions and probably did a hybrid program from what I have been told, mm -hmm. whatever. Right. Um, I think it's real. Um, right. it, it's real. And they should not, they overstepped their boundary, but I think too, they're not demonic. All extraterrestrials and interdimensionals have a soul and they all believe in a creator source. Right. And when I say creator source, that would be like what we call God, but they don't, their God is of the whole universe. It's neither male or female. And they're not, and, it's not conditioned. Yeah. Or, no, yeah. It's not like here on yes. earth at all. Yeah. Right. <laughs> There's right. no such thing as different religions. That's all man-made right. stuff, you know? Right. So, yeah. So, so it's interesting for sure. <laughs> it is. It is. Do they, do they say anything about being called ET or? They don't do call they, themselves I know there's, like that. Like, they don't I call don't, themselves phrase. Yeah. I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. That's just man-made uh, lingo. I think we need to find something else because I, I feel like the initials ET and the word alien uh, instills a lot of fear in people. I don't like the word alien. I don't like to use No, that. I don't either. I think alien mm -hmm. should be used in a different context. Like it's different. It's something here, mm -hmm. but not, you know, yeah. I, I just. It could mean so many different me. things here on you know, earth. It could mean somebody crossing the border, you know. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's, That's true. what I mean. That's what I mean. I, I see it in that context. I don't like mm -hmm. the extraterrestrial word. Mm. I, I just, I don't know if it's being conditioned because you're human and you, you know, we have different, like I'm Italian, someone's and, yeah. Portuguese, someone's French. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like I, I don't yeah. know if that's why, and that makes it more comfortable for me. It's mm -hmm. very selfish, but I feel mm -hmm. it's disrespectful as well. Like I don't want to be called a walk. And I feel yeah. like that's what we're seeing when we say ET. I feel like mm -hmm. it's derogatory. It's. Yeah. yeah. They don't, they don't use those type of. No. They don't use that mm -hmm. kind of language or anything like that. And to be honest with you, I don't ask them. I have so much respect and love. I, I don't ask things because I well, already I, know that, yes. they're, you know, and mm. so. I was just, I never thought of that with any of our guests until with you. It just came to me like, you know, mm -hmm. just curiosity. Well, and then people don't understand that there are, are over 60 different races or more or more of just grays. Every race, there's many, many different ones. And they don't all look alike. There's different colors. There's different heights. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. and even the tall whites and stuff, some of them may have, they may have the whiter skin, but they could have either blue or green eyes, or they could have maybe red mm -hmm. hair. You know, they could have different things but see we we being human we try to humanize everything and we're gonna have to stop doing that yes mm. yes i know um, it's, it's terrible that's a horrible word you mm. mentioned um ce6 can you can you differentiate like tell us what that is in comparison to ce5s that we're all familiar with 
I say well, we're familiar with it, but it's relatively new on the scene. Right? Yeah. For me, CE6, I tried to do that, like trying to communicate using uh, ham radio. Uh, it was really uh, CB radio, but it was right. a handheld CB. Right. And I was trying to follow uh, Jimmy Blanchett's, like, he's got like this special thing that, that he, um, it's a recording and you play the recording and it goes up and you can, uh, you, you set your dial to like deep space and, or mm -hmm. ISS or in that range. Right. And uh, I got back a lot of, I got, I mean, it wasn't like a human talk, but I got feedback back from it and stuff. Okay. And, yeah. and I, I'm going to be honest with you. I have been on some podcasts. I haven't noticed it tonight, but I've been on some podcasts and I not only since they're getting into the middle of it, but I could hear right. um, I could hear them. And right. stuff too. Yeah. Right. And it was right. Graves. The Graves were listening in. Yeah, I find they 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 sort of do a lot of clacking and clicking. That's exactly what they were doing. Yes. I've, I've, and, cap and, I've captured that before. And, and what was is... strange is that they were trying to get my attention. I made it through the program, and then they told me telepathically to go to the hospital. And I went to the hospital. I thought I had the flu. And oh. when I got there, they admitted me for four days. I had a urinary tract infection, and I was oh, wow. I was septic and trying to do a podcast and the grays were like doing this. Yeah. That clicking clacking. Yeah. I mean, they were going crazy and I kept like, I wondered, do other people hear this? So yeah. I don't know if they were just doing it for me to hear or what, but they right. did, they did that right. forever. And when I got to the hospital, I was shocked. I was running very, very high fever, but they were giving me warnings. And so they care about humans. They right. care and right. they were telling me, you know, right. go to the hospital. <laughs> but but right. yet they can't interfere with severe disease. Yeah, they do. They do? They can. Mm -hmm. Okay. I wasn't sure if they were permitted or not because I they sometimes wonder why is there so much cancer and why can't. There's cures for cancer. I know that yes, there's cures right. for everything. So if everything is handmade, yeah, they don't have diseases in their in their life, their world. They're billions of years ahead of us. There's no such thing as diseases, and they can they can fix us. They fixed me several times, a lot of different things, uh, and they do it to other people. A lot of times, people don't even realize that they've done it. Mm -hmm. They think they had some kind of strange dream, and right now, I think they're in most of humanity's dreams state because that's the best way to come in because we don't have all these barriers up and they can enter the dream state and they can influence us with positive loving mm -hmm. you know attitudes and and good behaviors and things like that mm -hmm. and that doesn't interfere with the boundary of of, of our free will because that's not necessary they're not like totally influences, but they're doing mm -hmm. everything that they can get that that's allowable right. to influence us with love and peace and, and harmony. Unity. Mm -hmm. Unity is a big thing. Yeah. Right. Dolly says karma. Yeah. 
when you when you talk about illnesses, Amelia talking about cancer. Oh, and, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. because you know, like I, I, I know there's cures for everything. I mean, the common cold makes the most money in oh yeah you know, out there. Um, think about how how few we, oligarchs we'd have if we had a cure for the common cold. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Um, but like. You know, I always think like I had a friend who uh, who died of lung cancer and nobody ever smoked in that family and neither yeah. did she. And there wasn't even cancer in her family. Yeah. I'm like, how the hell did this happen? So, yeah, I do understand that. That's why I was curious as yeah. to when do like, they step in and who do they step in for? But see, you have to understand human beings are here on free will. Okay. Some of us, just like I made an agreement before I came here, all of you make agreements before you come here. You make a soul contract in your contract, which you're not conscious of, but you may have designed a short life for your stay here. You may have decided that you wanted to experience going through a disease. I know that sounds awful and cruel, but this is what they have taught me. even sometimes, and I don't like, to, I don't understand it all at all, but even mm-hmm. like some people like suicide and stuff, sometimes mm-hmm. this was part of a, a plan made before they came here. And I don't understand it all, but I have been told that they cannot overstep. They cannot change contracts that we made to be in here because we mm-hmm. are here on free will and we right. We have our own, we have our own evolution and spiritual things to experience here. So mm-hmm. it, that gets, I don't like to talk about that a whole lot because it's very hard to understand. My daughter-in-law was 29 years old and she died Thanksgiving day and it broke oh, all of our hearts. Yeah. I, it still so bothers me. And she has a six-year-old and a two-year-old. And for me to think that she made a decision about this before coming here it's a hard yeah. thing for me to think about, but yeah. I do I'm know. Sorry, that, but I do know that there's some things that we just don't understand. Mm-hmm. I am so sorry. Um, we have to do a quick station and sponsor okay. ID Amelia, please. I'm just kidding. No, I, it's always like I we're so into it that yeah, I completely forgot. And of course, okay. I'm not so prepared. So how we get paid the big bucks, not. <laughs> That's how. Look at these guys. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You are listening to The Outer Realm with Michelle DeRoche and Amelia Pisano coming to you live from the beautiful city of New Orleans on 107.7 FM radio, as well as on the Gulf Coast on 105.3 FM radio. We are live and archived on the Roku channel. So if you're watching, please share us with your friends. Um, We've been there for a while, but if you're new to us on Roku, welcome. Our guest tonight is Nancy Thames, and she is here discussing ET experiences, cosmic narratives and disclosures, and all about her life and, and when all these experiences started and when she understood what was going on. So if you missed it and you're just tuning in, it's okay because you can start this from the beginning just by going to stream our archives on any platform that you normally use. Search United Public Radio 
and then the outer realm to find us. Remember to click like and subscribe, add us to your playlist so you never miss an episode and dig through our archives and enjoy. But don't forget to share us with your friends and family, please. And thank you. <laughs> for the reason why we're here, oh. and we have to give them a thank you, is Folgers Coffee. Thank you, Folgers, for your continued support in sponsoring our show from day one. We hope to have an everlasting relationship with you. We love you. We know that you watch the show, so hello from us. And thank you so much. Our fabulous banner and promo media is courtesy of the great Steve McGinnis, horror illustrator. He is a fantastic artist who also um, creates commissioned pieces as well. Now I'm tongue tied. Mm -hmm. <laughs> commissioned pieces as well. And he can be found on Facebook. Thank you, Steve. Our intro and our outro, when we get a chance to play our outro, which is just as fabulous as our intro, is courtesy of Dr. Snick, the sonic surgeon also known as Justin Snicker. He is an award-winning, winning, rather, not winning. <laughs> Say it three times, yeah. Blah, <laughs> composer, vocalist, and musician. Joe's going to kill me. You can find his music on Amazon and Bandcamp and stream on any platform that you normally use. I think a lot of things are like everywhere, but we are literally over 200 platforms. And I know Dr. Snick is on a lot of them. You wow. can find him on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you, Justin. Lastly, if you're watching us right now on Facebook or you're watching us on YouTube right now, click subscribe, give us a like and share us. Thank you. All right. That was me. Join the Pardon? Roku channel, guys. Mm -hmm. Join the Roku channel. Yeah. It's a mouthful. I know. It's a mouthful. Yeah. Um, so we, we have like millions of audio listeners, so maybe you can chime off your website uh, so they can hear it. We'll ask you again at the end of the show. Okay. It is, of course, going across the banner for those who are watching. Awesome. I see that now. Yes. Yeah. And I have a Facebook group and I belong to a lot of Facebook groups. And, they're and I belong to your group. I love and, it. Yeah. And um, I put a lot of information <laughs> I just can't. I, I love it. But um, yeah, I think all of the Facebook work groups really work well together. You know, mm -hmm. um, it's just a great place for people to get to know other people that are interested in this mm -hmm. field and also a great place to learn things and a great place to I like to have uh, places where uh, experiencers can figure out where they can go for either one-on-one -on -one consultations or group sessions. Mm -hmm. um, there's so many out there. So I think that's really important. And I think that as we continue through disclosure, our mental health, everyone in the mental health field, including physicians, need to be familiar with experiencers and people that have experience with the paranormal as well. Because mm -hmm. as we reach higher consciousness and evolve, we oh. are going to be seeing more things, you know, yes. and, and people are going to start waking up and remembering things and they're going to want people to communicate with. And, uh, you know, not everybody has family members to talk to. So we, you know, there's mm -hmm. lots of places that, that, uh, that has places. People can't get their, yeah. People can't get their head around that. Yeah. We ha I had a neighbor say recently that I'm okay with the paranormal, but count me out for aliens. I was like, what? 
just, I just, yeah, in conversation, not with me, but I was kind of went like, oh, yeah. I went and talked to everybody in my area in Mississippi that I live in, and I went to them and, you know, I started telling them about it and stuff. And they were just looking at me, you know, because they really have not been around anybody that would actually come and talk to them about this. And as I was leaving, I was driving home and I was going through an Amish community and I was looking around. It was so beautiful you know, the fields and all these things and, and all of it was a time of day, two thirty, close to three. And it was so hot. Um, so they weren't really outside. And so, and I was thinking to myself, gosh, I hope I did the right thing by talking to these people because these people could easily all get together and decide, you know, she's Lulu. We, we need to figure out who her doctor is or whatever. And I was sitting right. there thinking, did I do the right thing? Did I do the right thing? Mm. You know, putting myself out there and, you know, did I embarrass myself? Did I do the right thing? And in my head, I had, I hear a, a voice and it says, look to your left. <laughs> and I looked to my left and there was a craft sitting there. They were sitting there in the field, not on the ground. They were hovering up off mm -hmm. and, that just sitting there. And that was to me, that was the indication to That's me. That's validation. That they're happy with what I'm doing and they, they're proud of me, you know? Right. So, right. And they're, they're going to look at humanity as we all start to wake up and realize who we are. They're going to show themselves more, you know, and, and be more, make it themselves more aware, mm -hmm. but they're not going to push it until, everybody you know everybody's ready not just the few of us so mm -hmm. well i can tell you that you know this show was created to be a platform for many things and i mean i spent 20 years in in media and and research and it wasn't there was small pockets back then you, you know if you yeah. had your 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 groups of, of, of different, you know, paranormal, you had ufology, you had cryptozoology, and, and you had select few, but it was a lot of the same select few yeah. who were discussing it. And, you know, fast forward, you know, 20 years later, you know, the, this, this show was created in, you know, 20, 2019, early 2019, 2018. And um, it's grown like, like so fast and people have come on and I, we have a lot of people who are coming on and talking about a different, different types of things on disclosure and their experiences, you know, with, with our friends from the stars. And um, yeah. it's becoming more widely accepted. We notice that our listeners love it and yeah. they're becoming more open to it. So I think by, you know, platforms like ours and others, um, it gives people a voice. It does. I'll tell you something that's shocked the devil out of me. One of the first ones I did was with UFO Chronicles, which is strictly audio. About a week ago, week and a half ago, mm. Nick Connor got in touch with me and said, oh, just want you to know they're playing your show, playing the show I did with you all over Mississippi. What? They're not I calling it. me by my full name. They're calling me Nancy in Mississippi. But I mean, I was just like, 
in shock because Mississippi to do something, you know, like these radio stations are yeah. buying it up. Yeah. I couldn't believe that. And I, right. I, I didn't believe it, to be honest. I was like, I must have misunderstood. But, yeah. but I that's, went that's to the site and, and they were, it was like locally <laughs> where I live, people are listening to this stuff. Right. You know, because right. I was listening to the commercials of places I know. And I was like, I am not believing this. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, yeah. we have, here's a question for you. While, okay. while on the topic, let me yeah. just Hi, let me put the banner out so we could see. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Hi, Dolly. Dolly says that gives me a serious question, which I asked, what do we do? Most, I believe, are not this way. The reply was wake up when she asked, what do we do? Wake up. We, what do we do to, well, what I do is, first of all, I practice what I preach. I am a positive human being. And so what I found from, and I go to like, try to go to group meetings and I go to places at work and I am an office administrator. And I have found that by my being positive and raising my frequency, that everybody around me like wants mm -hmm. to sit beside me, wants to be close to me. Yes. And I'm not bragging. I'm just saying that when you're a positive human being, you give off a frequency and other people are attracted to it yeah. and they they start wanting to do they start trying to be a better person themselves they start like right. and i'll say don't 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 like for example if it's storming and they'll go oh man it's a crappy day and i'm like no it's a beautiful day we're just going to oh, love rain. Yeah. <clears throat> you know and, and it starts off that way but the thing is we have to start thinking a new way of thinking, not what the world around us has programmed us to think and what the world around us has turned us into. For me, interdimensionals and extraterrestrials made me look inside. Who is the real Nancy? Who is the Nancy that made the choice to be here? Who is that Nancy? And what is it that the real Nancy knows? Not what everything around me says. And, and I refuse to let it influence me anymore but who i am what do i feel in my heart what do i know in my mind right. and and i think that's basically what another thing that's happening with humanity is figuring learning to find our old our inner selves our inner souls and and getting back in touch with and i meditate and i ask my subconscious to release more information into my human consciousness because I want to be the happiest human being that I can possibly be here. Mm -hmm. I want to do everything to enjoy my short experience here mm -hmm. as much as possible because the human experience is a very short experience compared to any other beings in the universe. Even though it doesn't feel that way. <laughs> right. Yeah. It so, yeah. So, you know, we, we've got to learn to not waste time on negative things, not waste time fretting over little small things and realize that we're here having a human experience and let's make it as joyful as possible. And it's just a, a different way of thinking and a different way of living. So And servitude to others. I was yes. just going to say that. That's the yes. biggest, That's the biggest big thing one. is the service yes. to others. And realizing 
we are all brothers and sisters. We are all one. Yeah. You know, we are, we once we all unite, there is no stopping us. I promise you, I, they've showed me visions of it. And it's, a, <laughs> you know, that's why they're reaching out to humanity is because we are a very, very big number compared to any government or any politicians. When we all work together and come together with this energy and it raises our frequencies up mm -hmm. and it will spread throughout the whole. It needs to, because right now, without speaking of anything, so we don't get pulled off of YouTube mm -hmm. right now, the entire globe is going through the same thing. Mm -hmm. Speaking of politicians and government and i'll just leave it there yeah, so yeah, i yeah. i'm with you on that one we really do need to raise <clears throat> that vibration and we are greater than we are so and, yeah and that's we have so right much now. within us that we don't even rec we we're just now going to start to recognize these qualities and uniqueness that we have we are very unique and very special very mm -hmm. unique mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I I agree with you on that. I think the more we put out into the collective consciousness, you know, people start picking up on that. And I've tested mm -hmm. this theory many times with like really obscure things. And, and I've told the story before, but one time I just said, you know what? I think this is swell. And I can't, I just can't, I spent a day just because it's an obscure word that doesn't, hasn't probably been used since like the sixties. Anyway, I was like swell. And then all of a sudden I start, you know, seeing things online or, or on social media and the word swell yeah. starts coming up or a specific film, you know, like I talk about that and lo and behold, you know, and this was before we were being tracked to, to the point where we are now, but it, it, it just reaffirms that if we started putting out positive thoughts and comments of love yes. every single day we create our own reality around yes. us yes. and but i don't go into it thinking that the world owes me anything or that i'm gonna gain a thousand dollars by being a good person no. you don't put a value on things like that you don't no. do it it for, changes for the reasons. whole it no. changes the whole thing so. it changes the dynamics you yeah. have to do it yeah. because you want to do so it. it it needs to be heart heartfelt and with pure intention mm -hmm. and you don't even have it's just like for me I didn't ask for them to show themselves to me you know but they did and that's that's the whole point is that we don't have to ask give me evidence give me evidence mm -hmm. through our actions and through our working on ourselves to be better they're going to do it naturally you know I, I feel like it when you're you know michelle says in servitude it's a calling you just do it because a lot of people will say to me well you don't charge for this and you don't i don't charge for anything that i never do. have i never have uh, no i can't i'm not comfortable with taking money for something that i do some people have to do it to make a living and i understand that i'm fortunate i don't but i feel that i was put in this place so that i could help and not yeah. need that so that yeah. I could use my gifts to help other people. Well, and I, I I'm, I'm very, way. I'm very humbled by that. And I'm grateful. So, yeah. 
for me, it's I don't want to get emotional because I'll start crying because I'm like the most well, emotional and, person. And but I think it's important to use your gifts to, even if you're if someone has to make a living from it, that's fine. But make sure you give some of that away too. Yeah, and I think a lot of people probably start off with really pure and good intentions in this type of field. Yes. But there again, you know. Yeah. I've, I've made some friends and stuff and I'm seeing how they get easily influenced into the materialistic things. And, and especially when they want Yeah. So, yeah. and I've told all of my family and I meditate and, and tell them if I ever get too big for my bridges, pull me down. You know, mm -hmm. I don't think I'm going to, cause I don't want to, but I am human. You know, every we're all human. We all make mistakes, and so, but, you know, I, I but I, I talk to, I talk to the interdimensionals and the extraterrestrials about, you know, and, and it's important that I have my human experience and that, that I enjoy being a mother. I enjoy being a grandmother, and and I enjoy the whole human experience and mm -hmm. know the difference and not be swayed by anything. So, like a reality yeah. TV show. <laughs> yeah, yeah just leave it there yeah. mm -hmm. i enjoy not shaving my legs <laughs> you're doing sorry i said i enjoy not shaving my legs you know it it's um i don't care i like I, I i'm only seeing the television thing because of late we see a lot of people on tv in reality shows with gifts or doing things and um it's not really creating awareness and you have to look at it as entertainment, but again, it goes against what I believe yeah. and what I feel it's not for me, but everybody has their own purpose. Again, we That's can't true. judge it because it's their life. It's their purpose. It's their path. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's, um, it's interesting. Mm -hmm. It is. We've seen some examples with like Sylvia Brown over that and how that could end up. But um, yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. I just I always tell people when they say, well, what can I do? I they think they're not gifted or whatever. Everybody has a gift yeah. to give. Everybody's good at something. And I always say, you know, the smallest thing is smiling, because if you it look is. miserable, you could like, seriously smiling and just being kind to one another changes, you know, everything. It's so easy to be negative and it's so easy to to do something ugly it takes a much stronger person to put on the smile and to be the nice person even when faced with negative people you know mm. but what i do is i set a boundary around me you know mm. you have to set everybody has needs to set boundaries around them and unfortunately we're going to always be fixed with negative and, and hurtful ugly things but we we what we can do it's okay to feel the you know you're gonna feel bad but it's our behavior we can control we can control it's all our, you have you can't control what goes on around you you can only control right. how you deal with it yeah it's right? tough but then again that's the human experience that's why you have the emotions well, yeah can they know, people don't respect your boundaries you need to <laughs> you need yeah. to figure out how you're going to deal with that yeah you know, so it's, it's, and it's funny because I said after I hit 40, because I'm turning 55 next month, but after I hit 40, I said things roll off your back 
when you hit a certain age, but it's not the age. It's the years of experience. Yeah. Mm. How you deal with things. It's so, tough. It's tough for an empath. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> it's really hard. Well, we're slowly getting into the last 15 minutes of the show. Oh, so okay. I know. I know it does go by pretty quick. Um, this is a part of the show where you tell us what you have coming up where you just advertise yourself and just go, 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 because we don't want to miss anything. Well, I just play things by ear. I don't pre, you know, pre-plan anything. Um, at some point, I'm probably going to do a book, not because I, I want to make money off of it, but because I can reach more people and do it in different languages. Um, yes. I'm not to that point yet, but I think, I think that it would be good. And also, you know, I, I want my grandchildren and their children, et cetera, et cetera, to, to know who I was, you know, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. So that's part of their and, legacy. Yeah. And, you know, I hope I'm setting good examples for them because my children are experiencers and yes. they have just as much experiences as I have. And I would imagine it's in, going to involve my grandchildren too so i, I was hope, just going to ask you do you yeah. think they are also experienced yeah i'm pretty sure yeah. so you know i want to set the stage or the examples the stepping stones for them to continue this on i have no clue how long this all will take you know mm -hmm. i hope it's sooner than later but i don't know I do right. not know everything. I do not claim to know everything. Right. I do not know everything. I'm learning new things all the time. And I'm right. always asking them things. And, you know. So. Do you think we're going to see any of it, you know, in our lifetime? I, I mean, we're seeing so. it unfold, but the end result. I think so. I really yeah, do. I so. You know, I, I, I think so. But, of course, you know, there's a lot of... I know it is going to happen, mm -hmm. but there is variables in between it all. And a lot of that has to do with humanity. So it, I think basically they're here. Mm -hmm. They are here mm -hmm. and they surrounding us with love and, and energy. So, you know, filling us with peace, love, energy, all these things. Um, mm -hmm. And they're just patiently waiting, but there is no such thing as time. So there is not like a, that's right. A, you know, it's not going to like, you've got till this point, do this, right. blah, blah, blah. Um, right. The universe right. doesn't work that way. So it's going to be, I think it's going to be beautiful. Yeah. So anybody who wants in on this, <laughs> on this beauty day, um, what's, what's the easiest way? How, what will you recommend somebody who wants to, to be in communication? Ask or meditate. You, you can ask for peaceful, loving contact if you want that. If mm -hmm. you don't, don't ask. And I will tell you, if you don't do it with pure intent, they know. Right, <laughs> you know, right. And, and people that go to a C5, it, mm -hmm. one person there for the wrong reason can ruin mm -hmm. the whole event, could ruin the whole event. You know? Really? And, right. Yeah. That makes because, a lot of sense. Yeah, because you have to understand there's a lot of spirit beings around in yes. the world. And a lot of them, if they were playful and like to pull pranks, they like to do that in the spirit world. So they could pretend to be an extraterrestrial or could pretend to be anything. So you 
my advice is that you specify who you want contact with and mm. you specify that you want positive extraterrestrial, positive interdimensional, positive, you know, mm. interactions. And if you want it only in dream state at first, say, I want you to come in my dream state and mm-hmm. positive beings only, you know, mm. and that way that sort of lets the spirit world and stuff know that you don't, you don't want to play games with them. Right. Right. Yeah. That makes so much sense. Thank you. I wonder why some people. Everybody knows all these things. Everybody knows these things, you know, but it's it's like we've forgotten all these things that we've already known all along. That's the way I see it anyway. It's just like, oh, yeah, you know. I'm not showing up for because one person isn't really genuine would make sense because then that person leaves and says, oh, this is a farce. Right. But you have to understand there's different people there for different and various reasons. Yeah. Just like everything in life, certain certain beings have agendas and they don't want it to work. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, that so, I do understand. Yeah. Really so I, communication. I, I personally, I would be very cautious even about going and do that, even, you know. Are you talking about CE5 here, like a groups of people going in? Yeah. But I, I, if you right. meditate and, and, and if you, yes, I don't know, but how do you know what everybody else is thinking? You know what I mean? I don't know. Right. Yeah. But just because you go in and it doesn't happen, it could be that there was somebody there that just didn't, mm-hmm. you know, they were there for the wrong reason. So, right. And it's all just expensive. Have to have <laughs> Every group's got to have a party pooper. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, yes, but yeah. it, it does make well, sense. Why, well, why can't you do this with your family? With people you know in your own backyard. See, I don't think that you have to go be at any specific point. No. I think that you could do it on your own where you want. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I, I've never had to do something like that. Like I've just just found, you know, as I I mean, yeah. past my childhood experiences. Once I came to terms with the fact that okay, this is still happening. Um, yeah. I was just telepathic. I just. Yeah, thought about it and say, okay, I think I'm ready. And no, 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 false mm-hmm. flag, not ready. <laughs> no way, you know. But you know, once I came to terms, no, really, it was just a telepathic thing. And before you know it, they were just there. Yeah. No. Well, it, for me, my getting over my fear wasn't what they looked like. For me, it was the right. frequency exchange and the right. feeling that 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 I would get. It's like this overwhelming, huge flush of. Yes. I don't know how to explain it. It's, it's almost a fort like feeling and mm-hmm. your, your brain doesn't know really, you know, what to do. So now what I do is when I feel it, I'm like, I, I mentally tell myself, you know what this is. You've done this before. Let's, mm-hmm. let's go with the experience, flow with the experience. It's very so, emotional to the brain. It is. is emotional. Yeah. And it's yeah. a lot of, you feel a lot of love. You feel a lot of, it, it's it's just an incredible feeling. It really it is. is. It is. And I, I would wish everyone to be able to experience that because out of all of my experiences, I've had two like that, you know, and um, through communication or just knowing that they're around and it's just been, it's very overwhelming and it's very it hard to describe. It changes your life. <laughs> I yes. still have fear of it. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, you that's normal. That. 
that's normal. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we you have to think back when we were cave men and women, everything was a predator. So when we come across something that we don't understand and our brain doesn't understand what it is, we have that fight mm-hmm. or flight. That's yes. right. That's and, right. and it, you know, I had that, you know, so we all have to get used to realizing not everything out there is bad. No, no, no. That's half the battle, getting over the fear. Mm-hmm. I I am so glad that you joined us. Thank you. We had I'm sorry for the little hiccup in the beginning, but it worked. Oh, out. I know. That's okay. You have, have an amazing energy. You really yeah. do. Yeah. Thank you. I had help with that. Yeah, but thank you for exchanging that with us. Thank you. No, yes, thank you for having me. I had a great time. Oh, it's Me a too. pleasure. I will get you some links and such as the archives go up. And those 200 sites, you won't get that many, but we'll we'll send you a link or two Thank that you. you can monitor and, and share. And, uh, you know, we'd love to have you come back again sometime. So I'd love to. Yeah. Excellent. I love that as yeah. well. <laughs> so thank yeah. you. And I will be in thank touch. You. And I hope you have a terrific weekend. All right. Thank you. Have a nice Bye. Weekend. Thank nice. you. Bye-bye. well guys that was a really great segment a little bit of a slow start with technical difficulties lord only knows we've had our share of them but it ended up with a happy ending so big thank you to nancy fames for joining us this evening so light-hearted love and light i completely dig it it's wonderful also big thank you to folgers coffee for sponsoring our show tonight and every night that we air. Thank you so much. Big thank you to Justin Snicker, a.k.a. Dr. Snicker, Sonic Surgeon, and to Steve McGinnis. We appreciate you so very much. So next week, see, I can say it now. Messed it up last night, but here I'm on it now. Um, (laughs) Dan and Teresa Duke return. These are the great-grandchildren of Jesse James. And they're going to be discussing yet another one of their books, which will talk about the Wild West and secret societies. Are they connected? Oh, yeah, baby, they're connected. Also, for the very first time on Thursday, we welcome author Kevin Killen, who's going to be discussing his book, Ghosts and Me. Right there. I like it. So I'll have him on Wednesday. Okay. Uh, is he on Wednesday? Let me double check now. Let me double check there because it could be. Um, you're right. Wednesday. Yeah. We no, have I have seven. my calendar right here. That's why it threw oh. me off. I did the banners. I'm like, what do you mean it's Thursday? <laughs> I will be okay. People have had a long ass week. But anyway, yeah. Kevin's on Wednesday. <laughs> the Dukes are on Thursday. Two great shows. So please make sure you tune in. Have a terrific weekend. And we will see you next week. Good night to all.